0: Party tonight. Uh, TV party tonight. Oh, we got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews.
1: Don't wanna talk about anything
2: else.
0: We don't wanna know.
2: We're dedicated yes. to
0: our favorite shows. All oh, my circuits. Everybody, loves his photos. Scary dog. Blurs tonight. Blurs ball. Futurama.
3: Good evening. You are listening to a Rattledge and Broadcasting Premier Podcast TV party tonight. I'm your host, the Mandated Reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Rattledge, And tonight, our favorite show is AEW All Elite Wrestling and New Japan Pro Wrestling Forbidden Door 2022. Forbidden Door took place at... Uh the something center in Chicago. United Airs. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one, the very same. Um, Chicago Bulls play there for gosh uh, I don't watch basketball. Um, <laughs> that voice you hear is, of course, Mr. Neil Blackwood. How you doing, sir? Good, good, good. Ready to talk a,
2: a great wrestling pay-per-view.
3: Outstanding. Ooh. And of course, down there where he belongs is da Rainmaker,
0: Chris,
1: Rainmaker,
3: Rainmaker, Chris Bailey, Chris Bailey, Chris Bailey. How do you do? How do you do? How do you do?
1: In Canada, I'd be known as the Snow Snowshovla, but that's that's another story for another day. Oh, listen, man, I'm I'm super pumped to talk about this, but I got some stuff to say, and I may be literally taken from the internet after this. I got a I, I got a mathematical question for you guys.
3: Okay, what's your mathematical question?
1: If you subtracted chest slaps, forearm <laughs> strikes, and knee lifts from this pay-per-view, uh, what would you get? What would be the sum?
3: You'd have two nickels.
1: You would have no New Japan whatsoever. <laughs> wow! Wow, Alrighty, that well. is shots fired, and buddy, I'm full of shots today. Let's roll.
3: <laughs> really? Have you been drinking? Well, you're home today, so like, can- so you're not drinking on the job. Real quick, no, Neil. Sp- did you watch uh, New Japan when it was on Access TV?
2: I've watched New Japan off and on my entire life. I if I yeah. find it everywhere, so mm-hmm. not just on Access TV. Uh, I try to find it anytime I can anywhere. So it's one of my top fours. Okay. Do you subscribe to like New Japan World and catch stuff on there as often as you can? No, I, I mean I'm not gonna lie. I usually download it, find it, wait to okay. download it. So it I is
1: readily I'm available, Mark
2: yeah um okay so i've uh what about you i live japan? in the so they don't believe in japan
0: <laughs> <laughs> japan is one of the mythical creatures it's um thing,
3: yeah. yeah i've caught stuff here and there i catch some stuff on like fight tv yep. and i know when john moxley was the iwgp champion of some description or other i was following mm-hmm. it a little bit more closely um whenever whatever what he had say? When John Moxley was the no, no 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 it's John
0: Moxley
1: it's more it's more or less Gion
0: Gion <laughs> Moxley
3: <laughs> <laughs> we, we all got that out of our system um, I've covered shows here and there depending on who was on them and what the main events were yeah. um, I, I definitely caught on to the jazz after like the big. Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, stuff that kind of that uh, really pushed it forward. I've been kind of intermittently following it. Like I I remember, probably the last thing I paid really close attention to was when Dave Meltzer was clutching clutching his pearls when Tanahashi and whoever the other guy was kept dropping each other on their head. Remember that? There was was one match where, like, nobody cared so much about the match. All anyone wanted to talk about was how these two motherfuckers were going to give each other like brain damage.
1: Yes, yes, (laughs) and listen, listen, it's. One of the one of the problems with uh, with New Japan, and if you follow it long enough, you would understand that they wrestle the same matches over <laughs> and over and over ad nauseum. I, I, and I'm I'm not- I and listen, not- I, and listen I, I wish I was joking. I wish I was being a critical asshole. I'm not. I wish, it's the I, same I, stuff. I have to amend that this
3: raw. Bad Watch this.
1: Hang on
3: chest slap in defense of New Japan's knee lift style. <laughs> Bad luck. Falle doesn't wrestle like anybody on that promotion. We <laughs> You're,
1: really right, about that. But, You're yeah. right about that. You're right about that. Okay. Start. So Okada greatest wrestler in the world, right? Greatest yeah. wrestler in the world. Clothesline. <laughs> Clothesline. <laughs> Rilika! Clothesline. Rilika! I, don't, I don't care. I'm pissed today. Let's roll. I'm, I'm ready.
3: My, I'm going to need you to take a Xanax. Um, <laughs> just calm the fuck down
0: please is <laughs> uh, we table... legal
2: in your state bro
0: <laughs> it is he was
3: first he's, he's from the United States of Canada so maybe um, <laughs> my last table setting question for both of you guys is because I was thinking about this pay-per-view and I was thinking about Invasion growing up as wrestling fans <laughs> we're all roughly in the same age we're all in, in our 40s somewhere uh, we all grew up with what if WWF and the NWA or WCW, depending on what year we're talking about, did a yep. joint pay-per-view. And we yes. were like, what about Sting and the Undertaker? What about yes. Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan? What about this? What about that? And we would see versions of those things when people would jump company. So Ric Flair comes over and we eventually get Flair versus Hogan. We get Flair Savage. We get we get this. We get that. Uh, you know, people jump over to the w- WCW. And we get, oh, my God, for the first time ever, blah, blah, blah. Yucky, it, But every it all always seemed past its due date like by the time people made the jump the interest in those big matchups had faded in a lot of ways and then you think about the and and neil you and i i think i I think talked about this Uh, i think you were on the mania wrestlemania show and when this was discussed the invasion pay-per-view by the time you finally get to it's wcw versus the wwe versus ecw one two of those companies are gone now Mm-hmm. two the big stars aren't there and so it's like it's monumental in its concept but it fails in its execution which Ooh. brings which Sean brings the act
2: was worth every moment man i'm
3: sure he was <laughs> good old meat meat
0: <laughs>
2: well, my
3: question to you guys is forbidden door too little too late or maybe just hitting at the right time just before it was too late what do you think neil
2: uh to me, you know, uh, yeah, I get the whole too little, too late thing. But there's a lot of good matches on this card. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, yep. I mean, e- even if, like, even if you, you just grabbed, you know, Booker T and threw him against The Rock, you still got Booker T versus The Rock, you know? True. I that's mean, right. And that's what you really got here was not every big name was on the card, but there were some names on the card from both companies that I <laughs> thought, whatever, at least I got to see it, you know? Yep.
3: All right. F Bailey, if you got nothing, then let's just get into the buy-in here. Uh, we opened up with Haruki uh and Yoshihashi. They defeated Exactly. Q- they defeated exactly. QT Marshall and Aaron Solo. Uh, <laughs> Move on. Okay. <laughs> um, I, Means I, I, I put, nothing. I put it on. Uh, I was watching it on YouTube before the pay-per-view started. And it was just like, eh. I'm waiting for my friends to get
2: here. This is fine.
3: There was nothing
2: really to it.
1: Um, I almost I almost closed the well,
3: forbidden door.
2: <laughs> there, there was a little to it because this actually continued the story from T'Keefe T. Marshall kept interrupting New Japan matches
0: for like the last <laughs> couple of years. <laughs> so there, Every, was story that, yeah, no, there, was, there was a storyline. Everybody cares about that, Neil.
2: There was a storyline that did uh, end up on this one, but all right, that's fair.
3: Moving on, uh, the Murder Hawk Monster. I so I was at a friend's house watching this, and again, it was a lot of like chaos. People were coming in, coming out, just getting home, and every time anyone walked in the room, I was just like, "It's the Murder Hawk Monster!" I was, like, screaming, at their, like, "Who's a
2: what now?" Dies. <laughs> <Everybody> <laughs> dies.
1: So, Murder Murder Hawk recently joined the um, Jericho Appreciation Society. He's now aligned with with that crew somewhat. So uh, he had he had some recent altercations.
3: Lance mm. Archer and what's his nuts from um, that was in TNA. Uh, his name is currently escaping me. And how do you have a guy that looks like they do and can't find anything to, anything worthy to do with them after a while? well um, listen in-
1: injuries your manager gets sidelined with uh with illness i mean it's just a litany of stuff that happened when he had a hot streak going uh you had Miro's push happening midway you got wwe guys coming left and right with no storylines and pushing back some of the guys who are currently on storylines he just fell into wrong place wrong time for murder hawk and it's too bad
2: it's he the thing lo- is it that- that kind of happens his entire career that's not just now i mean like even back when he was starting and he only had like one tattoo uh
3: like (laughs) poor choice tattoo
2: every every (laughs) time this guy is in no matter what promotion he was in it just seems like wrong time
1: wrong place yeah hoidomania remember hoidomania i still got the shirt
2: all right
3: well lance archer defeated nick comoroto um I mean, it was fine. uh man, yeah, you know, yeah. Lance Archer always puts on a good big man slapping meat match. Nick Camerado yeah, yeah. was there for it.
1: Nick Camerado um, looks like a looks like a beast, man. If you repackaged him under something, he would be yeah. something. He just can't be that gimmick.
2: He could be the berserker,
1: man. No, like like I'm serious. <laughs> if you ever if you ever went back to classic 90s WWE, uh, like like a gimmick era, this guy mm-hmm. would be a massive star.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. All right, next match on the buy-in. I can't believe the buy-in had this many matches on it. By the way,
1: oh yeah, it was it was massive.
3: Uh, it was good, Buy-in, I thought. Like, yeah, honestly, absolutely. Honestly, this was just the first hour of a pay-per-view. This was not like, hey, you know, here, here's you know, two low-card people, you know, to, to get you to buy the pay-per-view. This was like just the first hour they gave away for mm-hmm. free,
1: and the crowd uh, was molten hot for all this stuff. Well, I mean, look, look, who's they next. were.
3: You got Swerve Strickland and <laughs> Swerve. bro. Swerve, uh, Am
2: I? And the limitless Keith Lee, that's one right. of my favorite wrestlers right now, not yep. wearing a tennis skirt.
1: Limitless <laughs> waistline, limitless,
2: <laughs> limitless.
1: Actually, you know what? I'm not even going to complain about Keith Lee this time. I and mean, that's typically one of my one of my sticks. Uh, I think this tag team has something. Swerve and Lee, there's something there, man. I, I really mm-hmm. like that connection.
2: The yeah. only thing that upsets me about this connection right now is that they're already doing that whole. Are they gonna be together? Oh yeah. Are they gonna yeah, break yeah. up? I don't need that from every damn tag team that's formed between two superstars. Let's. Just but it's been like three weeks.
1: They're, yeah. they're hardly they're hardly the Midnight Rockers. Yeah, Put it that exactly. Way.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. And, <laughs> it's,
2: and it's
3: always like in any one of these situations, you always have the one guy walking around with a barbershop window like. Ah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's going right to the back of that bad boy. Yeah, I'm
3: absolutely. gonna Marty Gennetti you. Wrestling doesn't <laughs> beat the same gimmick to death at all. Um, no. Have you heard of the Montreal screw job? Anyway, Swerve Strickland and am <laughs> <I'm> still upset. <laughs> Defeated El Desperado and Yoshinobi Kanemura. Um I mean Swerve and Keith Lee you guys have already said it. they work really well yep. together. They do. High paced. Um good they, um, good
1: chemistry with two nobodies. Yeah. It was perfect.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Uh and and honestly this was the highlight of the the whole This was the highlight of the whole buy in for me. Billy Gunn, Austin Gunn, Colton Gun and Max Caster. Put all the belts on Max Caster. When I, love, I, it.
0: I love it. I love it. Dan Housen! Dan Housen! <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: I got what? something for you, ass <laughs> Boys. Dan Housen!
3: Um,
1: it's great. Housen. The, the ass Boys gimmick is firing on all it's cylinders. So Pairing pairin, pairin them up with, uh, with Caster and the boys is just a great, great fit.
3: Oh. I, I want to be Max Caster when I grow up.
1: I know. <laughs> I am designed. Yo. Like, Yo, that,
0: you know,
3: you'll listen.
0: <laughs> it's great
3: i i was walking around work and anytime and like, like literally walking around my job and anytime somebody spoke to me i'd be like yo yo listen and then we go into it's, it, it's, it's great it's Ma- great max caster i've been listening to nothing but max caster dish raps for the last like 40 hours <laughs> they're, they're, they're
1: <laughs> terrible and great all at once i mean so I'm, i love it it is guess hilarious
2: the funny thing is when you meet uh the gun club or whatever, mm-hmm. they totally play the we hate Danhausen. Like when I met him at <laughs> WrestleMania, they made it very clear. I was like, I think Danhausen's here. They go, Where's he? Welcome, knock him. Like they're like they were like it was that's cool. Was I like when they do that. Like one,
0: only I, one.
3: I need Max Caster to be the 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 all elite wrestling heavyweight champion. I need him they put take the belt off Punk, take the belt off Moxley. Spoilers put it on max caster and i just let him come out every match and just diswrap everybody
1: well listen man when that music hits when that music hits no. man and he he starts it the crowd pops huge every time every, every time
3: because like, he's so goddamn funny i mean like, <laughs> yes think about like and year think- year one of like freestyle john cena you know and how yeah. cutting and biting he was before they, they before they ruined him
1: that's there's something there with with both of those guys like that tag team itself is there's there's something special there as well and uh yeah well Anthony I I think I know, to
2: not injure himself every week I know I, I know <laughs> And there's another thing we need to talk about with this group too is how do you make two guys villains and two guys faces pretty much and they're in the same team hanging out together
3: all the time well well, pal we move how that happened. well pal we move beyond the simple concepts of good guys versus bad guys we don't want to insult the audience's intelligence (laughs) 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 anyway um they took on yuya yamira alex coughlin the dkc and kevin knight Honestly, I just want to talk more about Max Caster. You guys? yes,
1: <laughs> it was, No, it was, it was great. It was great.
3: All right. We finally get to the pay-per-view proper. Uh, and we have Chris Jericho, who looks like a deflated balloon now. He's not so much fat as he is just...
1: He's, got, he's, he's ripped until he spit. gets to the chest level, and then he goes Kofi Kingston cave job.
3: He oh. looks like a walking... <laughs>
1: it's he's true. Like you like know a... it. They have he... similar chest plates.
3: He looks like a walking version of the melted paint, uh, the melted clock painting.
1: I oh my god. Just, everything is Jer- Jericho wrong. can't win. Jericho can't win. Body. One day he's fat shamed, the next day he's like super <laughs> slender and then his chest is not good enough. What what do we want from Chris Jericho, guys? To Come on. Like,
2: I thought we were past body shaming.
3: It to was not was look funny. like melted ice cream. You're a professional wrestler for oh. God's sake. Oh
1: my god. Oh. The professionalism out the door.
3: But hey, the hotness himself. Sammy Guevara, let sex god and Death Grandpa! Death Grandpa! Minoru Suzuki! Again, that's... Uh, people watching wrestling with me for the first time or hearing me talk about it now for the first time just think I like have Tourette's or something because I was just like, get on one guy and just constantly scream his name. And so, on this particular match, I was just running around the room yelling Death Grandpa at Minoru's.
1: <laughs> Death Grandpa so I saw him
2: at, at WrestleMania Week. Uh, he literally wrestled like every card I he, went to that was. Oh yeah, Oh
1: yeah.
3: Checked out me and Harry's, uh, me and Harry, Harry and I's, uh, Best of the Collective or any of the collective shows that we did, like half. Half of them, had Minoru Suzuki on it. Yeah, he was everywhere. He's guys, everywhere guys.
1: If your only move is a chest slap and a forearm, it's no problem.
3: Don't you disparage the good
0: goddamn? No, move I'm, of I'm, I'm done. Yes. I'm done
1: hiding under the veil of kayfabe. <laughs> you guys are getting it up the ass no. today. That he is, is badass. D- I
0: don't know. No, 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 Nothing. no, 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 no. no. Ball, not I take a chest birth. slap, forearm, forearm, no. forearm. I
1: Give me my that. paycheck. I'm doing it. Look at me.
2: I saw him in Bloodsport, and I saw him in a death match Facts. all within the same day. Hey,
1: motherfucker! I saw him against gay
3: wrestling icon Effie. And there Effie! You go. Effie! And it was the best match of 2022.
2: Facts. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I saw him actually at, at Effie's Big Gay Brunch.
3: Yes. That now, was now, thing.
1: now, here's here's the deal. So the gimmick is over like he's he's in no no it's true he's yeah. in front of the right audience they buy into every single piece of that game I don't buy one thing about him but that crowd loved every second that he was in the ring his interaction uh particularly with um Eddie Kingston was mm-hmm. was really good when those two collided in the ring yeah. Kingston sold it like he was you know it was Jerry Lawler taking on Kurt Henning he's pulling down that strap and brother any, he's anytime, getting ready anytime
3: mm-hmm. I, I hear I hear Eddie Kingston now. I just think of Max Kester. Eddie Kingston, you look like a box of Newports. I, dude, every time, every time he does. I try laughing
1: oh, at that. He does. Oh, so so despite my ignorance and slamming of Minoru Suzuki, he was over like Rover with this crowd, like super mega, mega, mega <laughs> star. And uh, Jericho and Sammy, uh, Sammy was all over the place in this thing. He was doing move after move. And I mean, crisp. We don't talk about Sammy Guevara in a sense that, you know, yes, he's the hot guy. You know, he's got himself healed with his girlfriend Tay Conte. He's back with Jericho and the Jericho Appreciation Society. Got a really good gimmick, but man, that guy in the ring is crisp. He's Brad Armstrong, crisp, just yeah. fluid. He just needs to not yes.
3: himself. He just needs to not eat himself off the fucking ladder, you know, onto his
1: <laughs> yeah. You I know.
3: know. I know. To an ordinary drinking glass. Observe. Yeah, um, it's. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still thinking about when we did Battle of the Belts and he took on Cody. Uh, I think it was Cody for the uh, for the TV title, and he took that plunge off the ladder and oh. like damn near killed himself. He's always yeah. doing it. Like he's Guevara, always at Sammy, it. Sammy Guevara right now is one of the great young stars of current professional wrestling, and he's not going to make it to forty at the rate
1: he's. No, he will. He will make Jeff Hardy look like a spring chicken.
3: Yeah, Jeff Hardy who's <laughs> existing on fumes at this They'll point. Be anyway, CEO buddies. Whew. Um, yep. Jericho, Sammy, and Minoru Suzuki defeated. Um, death uh eddie kingston wheeler yuda it's the stupidest name ever and shota immuno thank you that that's the very same all right uh for the winner take all ring of honor world tag team championships and iwgp tag team champions top guys ftr defeated the united empire and my wife's new favorite tag team Rapongi vice
0: uh, RPG? <laughs> yeah buddy
3: um dude ftr when they're not wrestling the young bucks who are constantly sandbagging them really are like and i and i like legitimately get into them their match with the briscoes at uh, the ring of honor pay-per-view wrestlemania weekend every time ftr can get in there with guys that can that can go best match of the night the and this was no different they worked it, their asses off with these it, other two tag teams, and it was yeah.
2: fantastic. Uh, there's one thing I have to say about this match. Now, is Cobb like Rhino's illegitimate son? Yes, like, Buddy, he, is a, he is this, a he is a
1: he is like uh, a he's Rhino cut in the space time continuum, and it's just like a like an alternate version. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he's like Zerg. He's like he's like Zerg from uh, from Lightyear. He's he's oh, like the, the alternate players. Rhino. Spoiler. oh shit did i spoil that oh I, no that's
3: okay nobody, oh, saw, no. nobody saw lightyear so no one knows what you're talking about um was, and shame on you people <laughs> but I yeah
0: saw it. <laughs> i did too i loved it
3: so did i but you know no one else did anyway um <laughs> yeah I thought, this was, I thought this was a great match you guys have anything about this match that you want to talk about right uh
1: there? yeah no listen jeff cobb um great Ocon uh these guys were doing a lot of heavy lifting for you know throwing around beretta you know um it was, pre- it was pretty cool. I got to say, you got a real good good combination of styles. Every single time I see a multi-man or a tag match, I just want to turn off my TV. And we were totally absorbed in these multi-man matches on this show. But every single time, FTR pulls it out, and I end up being very, very happy I watched this match. And FTR winning yet another belt added to the collection. Nothing but stars on this one, man. This This was greatness.
2: There's uh, one thing I want to say, and it's about Trent Beretta. Trent Perretta yes. needs to get a belt. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's – Something,
1: everybody.
2: yeah. Because <laughs> that guy always brings it with every single match he has been in. An eight solid,
1: so far. solid, solid performer. Yeah, and
2: he deserves no a working man's belt. I don't care if it's the the you know TBS belt, the TNT belt, the All Atlantic belt, the women's championship belt. Give this guy a belt and have him have him just run with it for like a good couple. I of would months not this.
3: give him the women's belt because I don't think he can take what's her face there. Uh, uh, Nyla? No. The, the, oh, Jade? Yeah, J- yeah. J- Cardio? J- that bitch. That
2: that that bitch. Bitch. and I,
3: I, I think she could take Trent Beretta, and I don't, I don't say that lightly.
0: No, does she not realize that the word baddie
2: means something different on, like, you know, things like Omega? Anyway. <laughs> oh,
3: oh, 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 oh. hey yeah! Does Trent Barreta's mom still drive him to the matches? Or are we still doing? I that hope. No, they,
1: they, no, they listen. They, they're, they're slowly, slowly getting away from the Orange Cassidy collection of friends. Okay. So it, they're, it's still somewhat alluded at, but they don't have you know Statlander being the alien. They don't have the, these guys like they're back to being rapongi Vice, and they're back to being like a credit, like a credible tag team. So yeah. I like the direction that they're going here, and they, they really showed their stuff. So good for yeah. them. Speaking of not showing their stuff, let's talk about Clark Connors. Boy, if there was ever a red shirt put in a match, it's Clark Connors. (laughs) I wonder who's losing this match. It's Clark Connors. Spoiler. What
2: do you mean a red shirt? Riker was
3: a red shirt. (laughs) AEWR was a red shirt.
0: Fair enough. (laughs)
3: AEW All-Atlantic Championship. Uh, Pac defeats (laughs) Soldier of God, Hand of God, the Redeemer Mira, which I was pissed about because he should have won this match. Yeah,
1: he absolutely should have won this.
3: Malachi Black and red shirt Clark Connors. Um, I mean, <laughs> you, <laughs> look, you guys already said it. This way too many multi-man matches in this. It was like- Way too this, many. This was a very much get your shit in kind of card, which yep. again, you know, you and I, look, I'm going to say this now. Um, I, talk, I talked to Neil about it before we started the show. You and I talked about it in chat, Chris. Um, I'll go ahead and just say it. it was a fine night of wrestling. I was entertained. This was a fun. If I'm going to make people who don't watch wrestling watch wrestling, this was a good one to show them because you didn't need to know... you didn't need to know Four to six weeks worth of stories to understand what was happening.
1: Because right. well, gonna, that's good because we didn't get four to six week of good well, story right, because the, the like build was horrendous.
3: It was it was very much almost like like a marketing thing where it's like we're gonna put this out there for no, for people who've never watched wrestling before to say this is what this is. And yeah. and and I think on that level it works. But I use the term and and I'll give you guys a chance to respond to this for our audience's sake. This felt like watching the Harlem Globetrotters.
0: Mm. You know,
3: you're, you're, you're not really there to watch a competitive basketball game. You're there to watch sports entertainment. You know, something that looks like basketball, but is there to entertain families.
1: Uh, I wouldn't so, even call this sports entertainment. I would call this professional wrestling.
3: Yeah, I would call this I mean, you call it what you want, but I mean yeah. it, was, yeah. it was a night of Yes.
1: Good. Globetrotters wrestling professional. Globetrotters professional wrestling. That's what this was. But, yeah, absolutely.
3: But one of the legs on the stool of professional wrestling is the drama and this was I, in my opinion, and this is why I say it's Harlem Globetrotters. This was severely lacking in that one critical element, Neil. It was a lot of solid wrestling. It made you know you as a is a pure wrestling fan got more than your money's worth. But I don't know if it had that special drama element to it that really makes us the
2: fans um, that we are. Now I, I agree with that on the literally the main card. I think the actual buy-in had more of a telling telling some stories going okay. on than, than, the, than the actual main card. So I totally agree with that on, on many points. Because, like, uh, we actually had story with the Keith Lee swerve thing because there's, mm-hmm. like, three different stories they told in there. The QT uh, Marshall. Now, 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 now Neil, I, I
1: will tell you that you are the only one who knows about the QT Marshall storyline. <laughs> you, are, you, are, you, you That one box up in the corner up here, ladies and gentlemen, up here <laughs> with Neil, he's the only one who knows that.
2: <laughs> but still <laughs> I, there was a yeah I wish there was some more build up especially to this match here with Black Pack Miro and um, uh, whatever that guy's name Clark is. Connors, Clark Connors,
1: Clark Connors everybody red shirt Clark Connors taking <laughs> that bump Clark uh, <laughs> he came in he came in like a ball of Sam Houston fire and he ended <laughs> up just like him looking at those lights <laughs>
0: but like
2: i just wish there were some more builds up especially for something when you're you're crowning a new championship title yeah Yeah. i think i mean even if you told a story just between like black and pack and had Mm -hmm. the two of them going at it but i understand you still had to throw your new japan guy in there
1: did did the right man win no right i agree How do
3: Absolutely. I understand Miro was on the shelf there, but this should have been like Miro's big coming back party. You know, yep. he, this is the way. You and I talked a few months ago. I think it might have been either um, uh, Double or Nothing or even before that revolution, where uh, Chris, you and I were like, how do you not have Miro make a beeline for the title at this point? Right. How is, how just... is Miro not your big like, Andre the Giant heel and just You're wrecking right. people left and right and coming straight at whoever you are? Like they took, they've already taken the title off page and they put it on CM Punk because they have no self control. Um, How did you? How do you <laughs> not build towards Miro versus Adam Page? It's 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 like easy money and
1: they just went yeah. right past it. Yeah.
3: Um. How was the match? What do you think, Chris? Uh Oh again, man. Oh man. Pack, the, Miro, listen. Malachi Black in red shirt.
1: With the talent that's in this ring, there is no issue at all. And listen. I'm, I'm crapping all over Clark Connors. You watch this guy in this ring. This kid is super talented, man. Mm. He bumps like a, uh, like a mother trucker. Uh, he's got a good look to him. It's just that he came out to a crowd that I'd say a very small section of the niche niche knew him, and uh, – <laughs> And uh hey, it's that he, one guy he,
2: from that one time. I saw him in that one show. And <laughs> I
1: th- and I and I think this this whole match reminds me of the uh psoriasis commercial. You hear ever hear that one that goes, Nothing means everything. Remember that one? Anyway, <laughs> this is this is this whole card. It's it literally nothing means anything. You know what I mean? We've got a few title changes. We still got psor- <laughs> we still got psoriasis. I don't know what to tell you. All right, on. <laughs> uh,
2: I thought this match was a little good because the, yeah. the chemistry between Pack and Black every time Absolutely. you throw those two in the ring, boom! That's what
1: that I, I agree. It, it, and the chemistry was there, and there was almost needless chemistry because I mean, you you had the Clark kid, and I mean, he was uh, he was fluid, man. He was matching up skill like bell to bell with yeah. these guys, and it, it was it was a good match overall. Now he yeah, was time, no stinger.
3: Okay, no. let me get there. Ah! So Sting, Darby Allen and Shingo Tagaki defeated Who? the young Shingo Tagaki. Taka- Taka-
1: Taka- yes. Taka- Taka- the
2: yes. dudes with the attitudes.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Sting breaking that bad boy back out. Boy,
3: and the Young Bucks versus El Fantasmo. Look.
1: And Hikaleo. Don't
3: forget Hikaleo. At this point, if you're like, if you just don't accept that the Young Bucks are going to Young Buck. You're not gonna like any of their matches. However, I love you, it. young bucks are gonna
1: young buck. If,
3: if, yeah, if you're down with the young bucks, young bucking, then you know at, at, that, at that after that you're just having a grand old time. I I loved like the little like Batman-esque silhouette at the beginning. <laughs> it was cool. They, I honestly thought they were gonna jump this octogenarian from the ceiling. Uh, you know, that he was gonna come down like rappel down like old, like old WCW. But no, instead he just eats himself off the ramp, and we were off and running. I mean, this was a fun match. This this was yes. Let's not yes. take this too seriously. We have an eighty year old man, a midget, a Japanese, the young bucks. <laughs>
1: <What>? <laughs> Are you but making fun we're, of Shingo?
3: We're, we're, let, let's just let's just have fun with this and give the crowd you know a moment. And they created many here. We had a super kick party. All the things. Uh, this was a lot of fun, Neil.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, seeing Sting take bumps at his age is uh scary and amazing yeah. at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I don't know why he's not going to be in that final match with uh, you know, 95 year old Ric Flair, but <laughs>
1: that's <laughs> yeah, he should be, man. He he looked good here tonight,
2: yeah, and um, the Bucks, um, I mean, they, you know, 942 super kicks Um, (laughs) at least not to be beat by one of their friends. We'll talk about later, Mm. but uh, seriously, it was like back and (laughs) forth with these guys. Everybody did their part. It was, you know, and I think the right people came out on top on this one.
1: So electric hot crowd sting with the, with the ring rust completely blown off him here. He looked crisp, man. This is the best I've seen him since WCW. Like, he's really, really got his groove back inside that ring. And, and the best thing about it is that the crowd is completely buying in, like they bought into uh, Minoru Suzuki. You know what I mean? They're into the sting gimmick. He's not doing anything revolutionary, let's face it. And let me tell you, man, Shingo was laying in those forearms. Wow. wow. not Just laying cool. those in.
2: Not as cool as the fancy dance back racks. We got <laughs> <laughs> Like, what was that? Why are we doing 17 backflips for a back rack?
1: And let and let's let's yeah. not forget about Hikaleo's contribution for getting up on the ring apron and, gotta, and plumbing to, into his steering side.
3: I gotta talk about the backflip thing because my daughter yeah, at that cool. point my, my daughter was watching and she looks at she sees him do that. She was like, Really? What are we like? All those backflips, and that's all he does with it. And I'm like, Have you not seen the people's elbow? Like, let's you know, <laughs> yes. this is wrestling, everybody. Yep, um, you know, like once one guy did it and it got over, and then another guy, and then John Cena does it with the five knuckle su- shuffle. It's it's game on, you know, it, yep. everyone's gonna do that.
2: Hogan now. with the buildup, I mean, he, yeah, I mean, you can even go back to Hogan with the buildup, the no sell buildup, right. you know,
1: oh, he- oh, the. the- there's one spot I want to call it, which is great. Finally, somebody actually did it. So you know how we like to have these these pile ups on the outside of the ring. And then you got, you know, wrestler AA is inside the ring and he, you know, he runs back and he dives over to the ropes and he cleans them all out. Well, mm-hmm. Sting is in the middle of this ring. El Fantasmo in the bucks and Hickaleo is on the outside. And yes. uh, and Sting looks like he's getting ramped up to dive over the ropes. And the guys look at each other and they're like, well, we're all standing. And they just charged the ring and they kicked the shit out of this thing. I was like, finally, <laughs> finally, somebody woke up. Right. It was so good. good what a check. refreshing spot. All right. Um, and man, Shingo laid in those forearms.
3: So this is supposed to be <laughs> AEW versus. It's supposed to be AEW versus <laughs> New Japan. Yep. Did I thought Tony Storm went to AEW? Why do we have two AEW people in in this match? Whoa, 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 Thunder whoa, 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 whoa. Rosa and Tony You're Storm.
2: You jumped a main important part of this whole entire pay per view. Oh. Missed a soap segment.
3: Oh yes, I forgot
2: about the wizard Jericho. Oh my fireball. god,
3: fireballing! My even fireball. my wife, who's not really following this that close, I was like, "Is this going to be a thing now with Jericho? He has to blow fire in everyone's face." And I'm like, "Well, he's got you know, he's fat, so he's got all that room for the you know for the lighter fluid and it, whatever else he from needs to use." That yeah, is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, seriously, Jericho has become a dragon.
1: Um, now now he fireballed. Who did he fireball, Mark?
3: He fireballed
1: Yumino. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah. I was yeah. See <laughs> know. To, yeah.
1: Where do you get your ticket pot for Jericho Yumino? Thunder Rosa took on <laughs> Tony
3: Storm. I would like to talk about uh, Tony Storm has lost a significant amount of weight yeah and it's not good dude not good oh oh, see i see the here's the problem i think tony storm looked her best in the early days when she was on nxt where she where you know she had good thick thighs but she looked she looked in shape and she looked uh you know she looked like she could kick ass but she's still hot looking and then and then she she put on more weight and it all seemed to go to her thighs so it was like this really skinny like torso on these two big turkey legs which yep. we talked about we've, we've been documenting the you know the the <laughs> shape and size and change yeah, the, the body the body shaming the
1: body shaming network that we are <laughs> right, Rad, the, the Rad- radlitz and, and body shaming look I, <laughs> I i
3: i got jericho and tony storm i'm equal opportunity
1: fair that is here, fair that is fair
3: here she seems to have lost all that like thigh weight she actually looked like in proportion but she's even thinner now than she was when she was first in nxt yeah. i thought she looked good though what you think Neil.
2: I mean, I, I really like the match. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really stare at wrestlers.
3: Tell like me about it. her oh thighs. Oh my god!
0: I don't <laughs> really stare at
1: wrestlers. I, the lies then, that are being told I, up I, here. I
0: am no, no, no. not to wow. say okay. you. You like, lying woke fat, motherfucker! That like, oh my god! I don't look like at girl girl,
1: girl.
2: lose weight. I'm not that guy. I don't
3: look
0: this, at your what girls'
1: bodies. This show just got too woke for me.
2: <laughs> no, I'm not even woke. I just
1: don't <laughs> uh, hey, I'm Neil Blackwood.
3: I don't look at girls' bodies. Yeah, put it, up. put it
1: up on his name. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a put minute. it up on that name right there, Mark. No, no, no. no. He doesn't- That's not what
2: I said. I just said, I don't care whatever. Because, I mean, come on. I, I, I was a fan of, you know, Akeem back in the day, you know, going against, you know, so it doesn't matter to me. But um, my thing here in this match was I thought there was some really hard... <laughs> Some really hard guys, obviously, and hard like hard shots given to each other. Please tell me about the hard guys giving it to the each hard other. guys. <laughs> obviously, you two. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Just like uh, you're the kind that'd be like Pee Wee Herman at the movie theater. More butter, more butter, more butter. Anyway, um, anyway, so. <laughs> But the two of these girls, I thought, uh, really came out. These two women came out, and I thought there's a exchange of chops that they had at one point where I was like, oh, 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 that's that's going to hurt the whole sternum area. They're both going to be bruised and going to need stuff. And there's a pile driver that Rosa did at one point yeah. where I was just like, did she kill her? <laughs> like, are we going to have an Austin thing? <laughs> like, is Tony Storm done for life? So I thought this was a really good match. Yeah. Um, besides the ill-proportioned Tony Storm, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I,
1: it wasn't I think
3: ill-proportioned is the point that I'm making.
1: But that's um, not her that's not her stick. She needs to be ill-proportioned. My God. <laughs> and any anyway, what this is the best wrestled men's match on the card.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: No, it was. It was. It was it was nuts and bolts. <clears throat> it had some power aspects to the match. It had a clean finish. There was, there was none of this choreographed Young Bucks crap. It was a straightforward meet on meat wrestling match, and I liked it. It was. Simple. It was. Here's, what, here's
3: what I've always said it's about Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa works at the level of her opponent. If she's in there with somebody yes. who can go like Tony Storm, she'll have a great match. But if she's in there with, like, the Chris Statlanders, you know, the klutzy people, she's not having a good match. She can't. Right. Thunder Rosa no, you're right. is somebody who is a good dance partner. Compliment. Not, yes. There nobody, you go. She does not elevate anybody.
2: That's, that's more Serena Deeb.
0: Yeah, um, she,
1: she, she's not. Don't worry, I'll carry the match, brother. Yeah, yeah that's, not not her. Carry that's not, not match, her deal.
2: But she's gonna get to the finals like Ms. and the Dancing of the Stars. Got it. Yeah,
3: For, yep. boom. IWGP US Heavyweight Championship. Will Ospreay retained against Orange Cassidy. Uh, I love Will Ospreay. We five. Har, Har, Harry and I started doing the um the Indy Ciders because I really wanted to watch the House of Glory show with Amazing Red and Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay is one of those guys who wherever he shows up, whatever card he shows up in or whatever big deal he's doing in Japan, I'll go and I'll, I'll make a point to watch it. He's one of the best wrestlers on the circuit today. I was curious to see how he would match up with Orange Cassidy. You know, Orange Cassidy is a crowd favorite, but I don't think he's the world's best wrestler. I think he gets by on favoritism and gimmickry. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'll tell you, credit where credit's due, I think when Orange Cassidy has to step up, he will. I I, I think he's I think Orange Cassidy Neil has kind of, a, it's kind of a Hogan thing going for him where he knows just what to do to get over. And he's not putting in more effort than that. But when he has to, when he has to, when he's not wrestling Andre the Giant, and he has to go wrestle in Japan, he knows what he's doing and he knows how to get yeah, that match yeah. where it needs to be. But he's not doing that all the time. It, 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 it isn't necessary, he doesn't have to. So I thought mean, will I, I I thought Will Osprey and Orange Cassidy put on a really good match here.
2: I mean, these guys have wrestled each other before and they mm. they're I mean they get each other, they just know how to do it. I mean, and there's some great spots in there. I oh. mean, one you had the the made up, uh or not the made up, but the storyline from New Japan working in this a little bit with Juice Robinson holding the US title in the crowd. That was kind of cool. And um, then on top of that, the the whole camera breaking mm-hmm. with uh, Cassie slamming those brace, uh, a face like bam, right in that camera. I was like, oh, who'd ever thought that they would use that for something
3: like that's that? Cool. That,
0: that, yeah, that? That's cool. Yeah, that's
2: cool. I thought that was a cool spot. And uh, this, there's a spinning backbreaker at one point that was just ridiculous. I mean, I thought this was a really, really good match. I thought it was one of the better matches, if not one of the best matches of the entire night.
1: No question. No question. My favorite match of the entire night, I give this one five. This to me, this was perfect. So uh, Orange Cassidy, you know, he's an insult to the the traditional wrestling the you know the 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 people who are invested in professional wrestling, this is exactly who you don't want to see on your screen. You know what I mean? Right. He's the WWE gimmick, he's the he's the gimmick guy. And Will Osprey is everything the opposite of that. He's Mr. Mm-hmm. Professional Wrestling puts on clinics all the time. So he got these two contrasting styles. Will Ospreay is completely insulted that he's even in the ring having to wrestle Orange Cassidy. And that wasn't even his original opponent. So he's even extra super pissed that he's not wrestling Daniel Bryan, you know, what? I mean? or was it the other way around? I can't remember. Any- no, anyway,
2: anyway. He wasn't wrestling Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson, was it? No, Brian Danielson. Maybe the next one. The next one. Yeah, Zack Sabre Jr. Okay.
1: Anyway, he's pissed off. He's in the ring with with Orange Cassidy. He's insulted. Uh, You know, Cassidy's doing the -the hands-in-the-pocket thing, really, really pissing him off. They have such a competitive match. And if you look at it, he actually pins Will Ospreay, one, two, three, and the ref just goes, nope, two. And I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) I, I wish the camera wasn't so close to that. But what a competitive match. And, of course, Ospreay had to win this. But man, I think he did the work in like elevating just well, Orange I mean, Cassidy's credentials on the mainstream here.
2: Oh, uh, Will actually, like, what in four seconds? He did a uh, two moon salts, a shooting oh. star express, and a cork
0: screw. Oh, that was splash. so good, man. In a span of wow. like
2: four seconds,
0: that happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: like I was making notes of this and while I'm watching it, and I'm like, I he did some flippity shit. <laughs> so rem- re- remember
1: remember when I trashed the uh the new Japan stars. Will Ospreay is not one of these people who I'm gonna trash because I'm telling you right now, he's top level. If I was AEW, I'd be I'd be roping that guy in for more appearances.
0: Yeah.
3: I, if if he's willing to do it. I mean, it's not that yeah, like oh, Will yeah. Ospreay hasn't had opportunities to jump
1: out of New Japan mm. just doesn't go. You know? Um all right. Well, listen, he, he's he's good in his element, and man, if he shined here.
3: All righty. Uh so Zack Sabre Jr. had a mystery opponent, and that mystery opponent was the former Cesaro from the WWE, Claudio Castagnoli. Yes, Claudio is back, oh, and we were also go. very oh, excited. This was, I mean, Chris, you and I have talked about when people leave the WWE as disenchanted as they are, and then they show up in AEW, at least for the first little while, yeah. that brightness that or just overtakes them. Like, they're just so happy. Oh, yeah. They're so yeah. happy to be free. They escape the plantation. You know, they are, <laughs> they are free of the shackles. And, and they get here, and they're like, finally, 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 because Bailey, because Bailey, because Bailey, I can be me. And yes. like Cesaro, that poor bastard, you know, <laughs> Vince McMahon, he, 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 he won't reach for the brass ring, except that every time you do, you hit him in the face with a bat. That's you know? right. and, and they're yeah. like, oh, but he can't get there as you're hitting him. So now he's here, and it, oh, I, I understand they were going to do Forbidden Door well before he made the jump. But this, this was a moment that almost felt like it was entirely built around Cesaro, Claudio.
1: Um, no, like, no question. And you know what? It's too bad because you've got Zack Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. Who, you know, completely, is,
3: is completely eclipsed by Cesaro.
1: Yeah. And, and that's a shame because he, he's one of the highlights of, you know, uh, of uh, modern day international professional wrestling. Let's, let's be honest. I mean, he is a major star. And I mean, if you've ever seen Zack Sabre Jr. take on Will Ospreay, it's one of the best matches you've ever yeah. seen in your life. Yeah. I mean absolutely incredible and groundbreaking and it just got washed away with Claudio you know what i mean which is which is sort of bad but listen they had a they had a good match it wasn't well, yeah. five stars but but it was really serviceable and i think and I-
2: I think I, the reason they had a good match was because of Sabre because Sabre knew how to like counteract things like there was a uh, the sharpshooter into a heel hook. That was like, yes, that was just some, one of the most beautiful transactions in a wrestling match I've seen in a long time. And yeah, it was the fact that literally the loudest pop of the night was oh, when yeah. Claudio's music hit. Claudio and, looked
3: like such a star. But, like, he did. He but he did. earned every minute because it. it wasn't like he just got there. He was like, I'm here. I'm to be appreciated. And then has kind of an okay match. They had the best match of the night. Like by Who far did? the best match. Of the like, Zach Sabre Jr. And Claudio was amazing.
1: Um, oh, no. I, oh, I, I, I I think it got lost in the shuffle with Cassidy and uh, Osprey. I, I don't think they can hold it. Oh, I would yeah? say I, I, if
3: mm-hmm. I had, to, if I didn't have to choose, I would think, I would say these two matches we're the, real, were the core of this entire show, and were the two. Yeah, absolutely. No, no question. No these are the off. these are the
1: two. Yeah, these are the wedge, and, the and, sandwich and, for sure.
2: And no matter where you look, like now online, uh, seriously, like all the ratings and stuff like yeah. that. If you want to go buy that crap, um, literally these two have uh, those two matches. Literally have the same match of points amongst every person that reviewed it. Like Mm -hmm. uh, right now I'm on one side. It's an A plus and an A plus. The other one, it's like an A minus and an A minus. The other one is like a a 4.8 and a 4.8. So, I mean, it's like. Wait, wait, wait. Wade
1: Wade (laughs) Keller says four stars for Cassidy and Osprey. Three and a half for Claudio and Zack Sabre. Ooh. There you go.
3: I'm wondering how much of that is. I'm wondering how much of that is just prejudice towards Will Osprey. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. You
1: know. Oh, it could be. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well well listen, I think entertainment value, the Osprey match was better. Mm-hmm. Uh, nuts and bolts, scientific wrestling. If you're if you were into straight up professional wrestling, this was the better match.
2: All right. No um, question. And like just think just now oh, that really yeah, quick ahead. though. Uh, 'cause cause Claudio is now uh, added to the Black Pool Combat Club. Can we now say that's the most powerful club in the entire or or faction amongst if, all of? If wrestling? they would
1: keep them together, I mean, they keep they keep putting people on different teams. They keep separating them, like. Yeah. And and listen uh, William Regal doesn't show up for half the appearances. You got Wheeler Yuta on like. <laughs> yes, you're you're hundred percent right, but I think right. they're doing a shit job of yeah. saying here is the Blackpool, you know, combat club. Here is everybody together at once. Like it, I don't know. It, it seems what, like they're they're fumbling the ball a little bit. What's the it.
0: match
3: at uh, Blood and Guts? Which team is versus which team? That's uh, oh, they, they
2: that's Chris Jericho's team versus um the Blackpool, okay. yeah, Blackpool with um also Eddie Kingston and the uh, um, gosh dang it, the two guys from uh that was in, Pr-
1: in proud America. and powerful.
3: The, the, uh, the What do you call it? Latin American Exchange or whatever the hell they were called. Yeah, L-X. yeah, yeah. Um, LAX. Yeah. LAX.
2: Yeah. No. So it's Eddie and those two. Then it's Moxley and now Claudio versus Jericho, the 2.0 whatever guys. And who else is in that? I don't know. Right. Well, but but that's, that, but
1: that's the thing it's it's not the entire blackpool club you know what i mean yeah it's it's like it's like a part of it and mixed in with somebody else who's not part of the club like it's it's confusion to me but oh, i want to talk yeah. about claudio for a second you're they're talking about how great of shape this guy is in if you looked at the shape he came in at wrestlemania when he finally got that big win over seth rollins he was lean he was slender this is not the lean and slender claudio He's after bulking up, man. He's lost those intensely ripped abs. He's like a much bulkier. He's he's more on the meatier side here. So people are saying that he's in the best shape of his career. If, if would, you're looking for I bigger, like to,
3: I would like to point out that when I say <gasps> stuff like that, I get accused of body shaming. I'm just saying. <laughs>
1: well, this this is the body shaming never. What I'm saying is I'm he, he's, saying he he's not ripped. He's he's not super ripped here. He's he's bigger. That's what I'll say, but not okay. fat. See, yeah.
2: he's, he lives in America now. He's eating a few Big Macs.
1: That's right. That's right. <laughs> all fair. right. Oh, boy. The screw-up of the night. Here we go. Let's talk yeah. about it. Okay. IWGP World Heavyweight
3: Championship. Switchblade. Jay White retained against...
0: Rainmaker! The
3: Okada. best
1: wrestler in the world.
3: Hangman. All I do is close lines page. And... At, uh, no, 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 no. Out goal, no. baby!
2: Adam, I do more super kicks than the the entire Young Bucks match page Adam <laughs> Cole,
3: I don't give a shit, baby.
0: <laughs> no,
1: hey hangman Adam Page that I do at least as many clotheslines as Okada. <laughs> I, uh,
0: re-mica. Uh, re-mica!
1: Uh, I love that though. I gotta say, I'm not insulting him when I say that. I actually do love that entrance. I
3: yeah. uh, I I like the psychology of this match you know that yep. they acknowledge that both jay white and adam cole baby boom um or you know a bullet club and then you know page and okada have no connection yep. so they were it was easy to like divide and conquer but then everything broke page. down
1: page was part of bullet club
3: yeah back That's in the day oh well there's no connection between page and okada is what i said
1: um yeah yeah well technically yes you're right yes
3: so uh, I, I, you know, not as good as the matches we just talked about, but still a very entertaining match. And I think the right guy won. How do you, you know, you can't. And that's the other, my, my other problem with, with Forbidden Door. There's no stakes. There's no real stakes here. There was no way they were going to unseat a New Japan guy who had a belt. There, were no, there was no way an AEW guy was going to lose their belt. So at the end of the day, it was like, this is fun to watch them all interact with each other. But there was no, there were no stakes involved, Neil. Yeah, uh, nobody but, lost a belt in this. Right, game. but I think you know Adam Cole as of late has really been accused of phoning it in. I thought he turned it on for this one. I thought he knew, you Definitely. know, he was on a big stage here mm-hmm. and he couldn't he couldn't just phone it in like he's been doing on uh, on Dynamite. So and a little better,
1: at? little little bit better shape too. Yeah, he, yeah. he's lost a little and- bit of
3: his belly fat.
2: And look, we we got to like definitely put a spotlight on the fact that, you know, there was a standing ovation before the match even started. You know, like people were really excited going into this match.
0: Can I
3: ask so a like, real quick question? Did, did Okada look also like thinner than normal? Like didn't he, wasn't he when he was, when he was carrying the title a year or two ago? Yeah, he was, he was, was like bulkier, he was bulkier, much, much meatier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was,
2: he was much bulkier then.
3: Okay. Was yeah. he off the gas or something? Like
1: why like how do you some down so much?
2: Maybe it's I don't know, maybe the cameras here give less weight adage.
1: No, or... no, he was he was <laughs> noticeably marketably thinner in the face and everything. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: Almost to the way he wasn't like I had to remember like, is that the Okada I remember? Is it the different Okada? Like, oh
2: maybe you want to cleanse <laughs> <laughs> Chris, every now you... and then you gotta clean out the plumbing, man.
1: No you shit. Know? Um literally. Arr. Um okay, Chris, what does okay. You, what does so do the match. So botched ending, Uh, the ending was supposed to be Okada given the Rainmaker. Um, Jay White is supposed to come in, knock Okada out of the ring, and steal the pin. The only problem is Adam Cole did not take the Rainmaker. Jay White interfered prior to this, so all that happened, he set him up for the Rainmaker, did not hit it, just sort of pushed him away. He fell down in the corner, Uh, switchblade Jay White after dispatching uh, Okada, went over and just literally just pinned Adam Cole. One, two, three. Adam Cole even rolled the shoulder on the three. Ref counted it anyway. Total botch finish. Just watch it again. It's It's brutal. 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 But – Okay, let's throw it out. Let's throw it out at the door. This was a very well wrestled match. Uh, you got to see Okada on the big screen, uh, and if anyone came in saying, "Okay, my God, I heard so much about this Okada guy, greatest wrestler in the world," oh my God, Dave Meltzer five stars, maybe six stars, seven stars, good Lord, eight stars, who knows? And do you think that you got that? We didn't. I'm, I'm no. spoiler. We did not get that. We got a very basic, basic style, which, honestly. This is what Okada is there. there this, there's, there's nothing more to him. He gave the greatest hits package of Okada here. This is what you've been getting the entire time. But with different dance partners. He had the Tanahashis. You know, he had the uh all, all the rest of his greatest hits package, you know what I mean? And uh this is what you get. But listen, you got Jay White, uh, who is I would say a mid card talent elevated to top of the ranks in, in New Japan. You got Adam uh, he's Cole the only putting Grand on the best slam ever.
2: champion ever in New Japan. So is he really but a
1: absolute, mid-card <laughs> a, a absolute mid card talent? A he, the only reason that he even exists is because they couldn't keep Finn Balor and AJ Styles over there in Japan, and they had to fill somebody in. Hey, you look like a, a guy who looks like an American.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're a New Zealand guy? <laughs> yep. You're, you're like, you're
1: like uh, yeah, you're from,
3: oh, shit, you're hey, from New Zealand. Oh, no, that'll hey, work. Hey, you're not Asian. Get over here. Um, yeah, that's, and that's,
1: and that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the true story of how Jay White got yeah. elevated. But listen, he's a good wrestler. Uh, Adam Cole is a good wrestler. This match was good. Uh, I, I think the right guy won. It was nothing, nothing to worry about. I liked it. All
3: right. Um, we since CM Punk was injured, as soon as he got the belt, maybe stop putting belt on octogenarians. We have John Moxley, who can't seem to wrestle in a ring, versus <laughs> Hiroshi Tanahashi, and yep. John Moxley won the title because of course he did. And I, it was an okay match. I. I Right, those deals where like the best stuff was in the middle towards the end, like you know the last third of the pay per view.
1: Do Do you know why you feel that way? Because the New Japan stars, the aging New Japan stars, got exposed like standing in the middle of the room naked. No, I, and that's that's exactly what fucking happened here, man.
3: Tanaha no, I don't think. first, First of all, I don't think Tanahashi and Moxley mix well together. I think Moxley is moxley can wrestle i don't know why he's and not to sound like jim Cornette here and now i got my gimmick in for the night uh but john moxley has just decided i don't really want to be a wrestler anymore i want to be like john moxley when he wrestles in gcw it works john moxley when he's in garbage matches on naew it works just fine when they ask him to wrestle a real match it's like meh and then it it kind of falls apart i don't i don't think this was a very good match i think I, I think John Tanahashi and Moxley clashed a lot. I think Tanahashi was trying to do his level best with Moxley, and Moxley was like, but no, I want to do chairs and tables and shit. And Tanahashi's like, no, 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 dump me on my head. This is this is what I do. And yeah. like, eh. and so it's it's a lot of it just felt like it just felt very really awkward to me. Um, and I and it was Eddie Izzard's joke about I kind of like to end my set with a eh, instead of a whoo. That's kind of yeah. how the whole event felt. Like so many good memories and so many good spots and so many good matches. And then you get to the end and it, you know, it wasn't quite ill get off me, but it was definitely trip and fall out of the bed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was forearm, chest slap, multi chest slaps, multi chest slaps on the outside of the ring, chest slaps. So we got, it was different because they rolled out of the ring and then they did chest slaps and these forearms outside (laughs) of the ring. Right. All right. This so it was really different.
3: Your chops are different. Your chops are different inside. Yeah, and that's the other thing. You know, so somebody was asking me that I was working with, like, why is he bleeding? And I'm like, because John Moxley thinks that blood in every match is what makes the match. And it's like, no, no, no. Yeah. You have to use blood. You have to use restraint yeah. when using blood. You can't just be like, yeah. I'm gonna bleed in this match, and it'll automatically be one more star in the Dave Meltzer book. Like, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Like, where did he random, like, randomly, like, started bleeding from? Like, it, it was like, <laughs> I know he started randomly bleeding from his head, but mm-hmm. it was just like, what did someone like just pinch his forehead? And like, now he's bleeding? <laughs> hey, like, nigga! you know, and there's going everywhere. I was just like, what the hell? Where did that come from? Like, and I rewound it and like watched it like three or four times trying to figure out where exactly you're selling that, that, that crimson yeah. mask from. Um,
1: if Tanahashi just jobbed to him as well which was flat out straight up jobbed
2: yeah and and to be honest I mean there were several like I think there was a kick out um by Tanahashi at one point where like he was obviously way too late and Aubrey just like oh, oh yeah out. I know and, like, I know
1: and that's uh, the second this- time that happened this show
2: and then even the the table spot was like very sloppy looking It didn't look like the guy knew how to go through a table. <laughs> it was just like,
0: yeah,
2: I, I feel like uh, you hit it right on the button where it like it, it it was like you had two people mixing together that you thought was going to be a lot better, and yeah. it just kind of did not go well. Like um, I'm just glad Moxley's the champion. So I, we can honestly. Maybe so, put
3: maybe they should have put Moxley in the match before this, and put Adam Cole or Adam Page, maybe Adam Page, in the main event against Tanahashi. That might have worked better.
0: Well, well, Archer. listen,
1: listen, I, and I know I've been I've been super critical on um, on the new Japan stars on this show, but I I do like Tanahashi, and I I followed his career. <laughs> and like to me he was like the second coming of jushin liger like he had that skill set you know what i mean uh he looked like him he had the same body type he did you know the same aerial moves combination with the power moves and i really like his look like he looks like an action figure man he like he looks like you know what i mean like he he looks like a star and uh they just didn't get it together and um I, I, you know, clash of styles too bad, you know, and, and you know what? It comes down to the build. What well, is there? Was there really a great build? No, it was just, Hey, Tanahashi, I've been chasing you around for years. And finally I got a chance to wrestle you and maybe you should have stayed hidden. I don't know. Yeah. And the other just thing me.
2: is too, but uh, uh, you, you had, I just thought of this as you're making a point about uh, the Japanese wrestlers on this card. Um, do you think maybe jet lag had something to do with them yeah, not performing at their, their main, you know, if no, this listen, was I, AEW over to Japan instead of the other way around?
1: To, to be fair, that style, and I know I make fun of the forearm and the chest slap, that is the style of Japan. That's that's mm-hmm. the base style. That's That's your core group. And when you see that on display here in the States, it just looks like all these guys are repeating the same formula for every match. But that's the base style. That's that's, well, that's, that's here your basic setup, you know what I mean?
3: If, if if it's jet lag, why wouldn't there have been more guys? It's only this match that had. So
1: if they problem. weren't jet lag, what would their chops be better? Would their forearms be well, more? Uh, no, just no I'm, well, kidding, I'm, I'm kidding, being, I'm kidding. I'm being half insulting of, half
2: of the new Half of the New Japan wrestlers were already wrestling in America. Kazuki, like yeah. uh, I, I think that guy's been wrestling in America yeah. since WrestleMania. Non-stop. That's true. So some of these guys were already over here for a while, but I, I think some of them you could tell maybe they are like flown here the night before and they didn't know what state they're in or what country they're
1: <laughs> yeah. in and, yeah okada okada looked a little frazzled there he's like man i'm like really not there. having this here tonight
3: <laughs> Okada, the ring's that way rainmaker I, you know i just you
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> rainmaker, oh, I, I, I like the conflicting styles of announcing too so they had the ring announcer and then they had the japanese ring announcer who didn't do the full introduction so you know yeah. mm-hmm. They, what, what's the what's the guy? What's the AEW guy from WWE, What's his name? Justin
2: Justin Roberts.
1: Justin Roberts. So he was doing the full intro, you know, making his way towards the ring and all this type of stuff. And he'd say the name Gian Moxley. And then the uh, the Moxley. Japanese guy. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Japanese guy just said the name. He didn't do the introduction. Gian Moxley. It like, like was like, really strange. That was
3: probably
2: the funny part of the pay-per-view, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then it was really strange.
2: Taz, it's your turn. John Moxley but then you up... had to
1: beat down at the end they had to beat down at the end to set up blood and guts the jericho yeah. appreciation society this whatever version of the back blackpool combat club rushed out and it was just a a schmoz as as bret hart would say they came out there and we had a, we had a schmoz
3: we're gonna have a schmoz or something and then i'll turn in the title and piss in vince mcmahon's <laughs> mouth anyway um <laughs> <laughs> speaking and pissing in vince mcmahon's mouth this was a great show for the most part. Yeah, um, it, it was good. I don't know. I don't know if I need to see it again. I, I, I put twenty twenty two in here in case this becomes a yearly thing. But you know, I, I think as a treat for the fans, it was a lot of fun. But it, I don't think it's something we need to keep doing unless they're going to, unless you're going to do a full on invasion angle and you're going to develop some stories out of this. I think just putting together more than one. Uh, Event Just to have it is unnecessary. Chris, I'll give you and then Neil the final word.
1: Yeah, so I, I think this is this is trying to get out the, the greatest hits or, or, or maybe this was just a groundwork of an introduction to the New Japan stars. I think it would have been more effective if it was on foreign soil. If you actually had it in Japan, I think you probably would have had a different reaction and probably a better looking product. Uh, but, uh, listen, uh, overall enjoyable show. I am going to give it a thumbs up, a passing thumbs up though, probably a three, five out of five, because there was definitely some junk and clutter in, in the midst here, but there were some solid, two solid pieces of very, very good action here. So definitely worth a watch.
2: Um, yeah, I mean the, I mean, it made $5 million in pay-per-view buys It made a million dollars in ticket sales. I mean, it hmm. obviously made some money. Yeah, so- absolutely. That's great. And Tony Khan uh, stated, uh, you know, during the press conference afterwards, that they do want to try to take this over to Japan next nice. year if they Good. do it again. And uh, that that is exactly what I think would have worked. And I, I have to agree with you on the evasion angle. You have to give us a little more story, man. Yeah. A- on a company that gave us like one of the longest storytelling with uh, Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega for like, what was that, two years until yeah. he finally got that shell- shot? And you don't give us nothing but like two weeks You can't Mm -hmm. rush something like this. And, yeah, it was a great introduction to the Japanese wrestlers to the American audience that don't normally seek out this kind of uh, wrestling. But I have to agree. This has to be over in Japan. This has to be over there at the Tokyo Dome or somewhere, you know, make it somewhere special Mm -hmm. and not just like, you know, where were they at? Uh, Texas, you know, like, you Mm -hmm. know. Yeah. that makes no sense uh no chicago they're in chicago Texas. you made me smile
3: because you brought up the whole hangman adam page kenny omega thing and now all i can think about is that lovely romantic video of of their relationship (laughs) that you don't know what you got till it's gone (laughs) the (laughs) highlight of my wrestling watching but funny. I have
2: to agree with him. There are some good matches, but there were some duds. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it, it's like a 50-50 on this, so I'd definitely go three and a half on this, you know? Right.
3: Well, Neil, uh, go ahead and tell them about your movie
2: podcast. Movie podcast? Oh, I have one of those. Yes, we have a movie podcast called Movies That Don't Suck and Some That Do. We are on Instagram, Twitter, at, uh, Facebook, all of the above all of the social medias at mtds podcast uh the next episode we will be reviewing elvis and the uh beavis and butthead do the universe is have the you done the black episode. phone yet that will be next week okay we, are, we, we had an argument over which one we wanted to do first and yeah i won
3: well i stole i stole your formula i stole your i, I stole your um your structure and we did two movies last night too because I oh. not only did I steal it, but I stole it because I utterly ran out of time to do all these movies. So like I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna do what Neil and, and uh, your friend does and just just double up together, Chris. Um, so last night we did the Black Phone and Elvis. It took us two and a half hours to get through both of those movies.
1: Oh, good. Do you got it published already? Because I'll listen to that today.
3: Yeah, it's up. It's up. Oh, that's Great. right. Chris li- Chris good. likes it when
1: I'm longer. He doesn't like it when I'm. I shorter. do. He likes it when I no. He likes
3: he likes it when I have a nice long girthy podcast,
1: full length. Yeah, Thick.
3: he's. He prefers a vascular rattlet podcast as opposed to a <laughs> Damn it, know, quick and dirty, you know. It needs to be the podcast jackhammer. <laughs> I, Chris Chris loves it when I give him the podcast jackhammer. And, you know, instead of these, you know, one hour in and out. Thank yes. you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Type deals. Yes. <laughs> if we could stop doing those jokes for just a moment. Chris Bailey, why don't you <laughs> yeah. talk about podcasts that you do?
1: You can find me over on uh, at at, listen, you can hook me up on the Twitter. You can you can yell at me for all my uh, New Japan misgivings over on Twitter at Charlton underscore hero. Uh, You can also hear me hanging out here with Mr. Mark Radlish. We're going to be doing some money in the bank this weekend. Can't wait uh, over here on TV Party Tonight. I'm also on the Wizards uh, podcast guide to comics as well over with Adam helping out over there from time to time, covering all the fun antics over with uh, Wizards and 90s comic books. So There you go. That's Chris Bailey. That is me. All right, uh, as I said, last
3: night on Damn You Hollywood, it was the Teasleys, both Amber and Jason, uh, myself, Robert Winfrey, and we talked uh, Scott Derrickson's The Black Phone and Boz Lerman's Elvis, so go ahead and check that out. I had a show up Monday, it was the finals of the, um, hang on, I'm just going to throw this up there, people can read it on their own, um, but uh, we had a show. It was the last of our... Oh. our-, <laughs> <laughs> <of> our- <laughs> Someone's just like
2: straight up, Fuck, young bucks suck the donkey balls.
3: <laughs> and, and- <laughs> Damn. <laughs> we, we did an entire series of queer cinema for Pride Month on the Rattle Engine Broadcast Network. I'm very proud of what Sean and I put together in these three podcasts. And we did the conclusion last night. We did Benedetta, Brokeback Mountain, and uh my own private Idaho. Here's the problem. This morning I found out somehow I violated a copyright rule. I don't know how, it's just me and Sean talking.
0: Oh, I think like, uh, the closest sucks, I can man. come is
3: the thumbnail is the Benedetta poster, but that's not a copyright infringement deal. So it's currently IFC uh, made YouTube take it down. I filed a complaint. Hopefully it'll be back up again by the time anyone listens to this. If you're not listening to that's like, ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't use, I didn't play a trailer, I didn't use any footage, it's just me and Sean. You know, like verbally filleting those movies, but not, you know, visually filleting them. I don't know what I did
2: wrong. Man, I I don't know what I I did wrong. I I got, I got copyrighted for singing highway to the danger zone Are during you the, the Top Gun Maverick episode. What and I do? had to, I I literally just like I didn't even sing the lyrics right. I don't know what hell, you
3: know? did you have to cut it out of the podcast or re- yeah, re- we Yeah, we had to re-edit. That's yeah, bullshit.
2: It's like, like whatever. That's dumb.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's like,
1: yeah that's 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 crossing lines now. That is crossing yeah.
2: lines. Hey I am nothing like Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins is
0: the <laughs> <laughs> No doubt, no doubt.
2: Anyway, um, that hopefully that'll be back up soon.
3: Hopefully, I'll win my, my copyright, um, rebuttal, and it'll the video will be back up. In any case, uh, in case it's not, other things you can hear us talk about this week, um, tomorrow. No, there's no podcast tonight. I will be at a speakeasy with my wife. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna watch burlesque dancers. I Um, we'll have a. I
2: had those at my wedding.
3: Did you? You had burlesque dancers at your wedding?
2: Yeah, dude, had a whole shoot. Uh, nice. We had him. We had a magician a flamethrower. I,
3: yeah, I, I, I thought you didn't like women. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who said he, that? He says he doesn't look at women's bodies. Oh. That's
2: Just when I'm naked. sorry,
1: Neil. I'm sorry, Neil.
2: Just when they allow me to see them naked. That's the only time. <laughs> the best That's part, part of thinking.
3: burlesque is, because I, I, I talked about this on the Metal Hammer of Extra, the best part of the last burlesque show that I saw, and it's the same, and it's fems and follies as the troupe, um, is that they were doing uh, like mystery song burlesque and they didn't. So Mm -hmm. they, so you would spin the wheel and make a deal and they would play a song and they didn't know how long the songs were going to be. And you know, you (laughs) have to be naked by the end of the song. That's the whole trick with burlesque. Yeah. Oh no. So some of these girls are just like, I think I have three minutes. And they're doing their dance. It's like, oh, shit, it's two minutes and 30 seconds. and I'm not naked yet. And they're like Lex lugering their clothing off. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like,
0: ah! <laughs> That's <laughs>
3: awesome.
2: One of the favorites at, at my wedding was like this lady came out and she did Sweet Dreams by Marilyn Manson. Nice. She was dressed in like and pajamas. Mm-hmm. And right Whoa. when that heartbeat hits, her hand came through her pillow and it was Freddy Cougar's claw. And it was all like the feathers were all blood covered and they're pajamas came off and she's wearing like a freddy cougar bikini <laughs> nice that's off. cool yeah that really cool i was See, really happy that's
3: awesome is, burlesque is fun um all right moving on uh tomorrow says
2: so dan housen's wife
3: dan housen uh we will there's a re-airing of our children of the very last children of votum album review hex that'll be up on the page tomorrow but we'll also be doing a review of Star Trek Lower Deck Season 2, currently 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Can you believe that? Next yes. week, um, a short week in podcast, just because it's uh, July 4th week. We'll be reviewing Minions, The Rise of Gru, Obi-Wan Kenobi, which I'll be watching tomorrow. And uh, un- unless I'm at a game night with my friends, Metal Hammer of Doom will be reviewing Storm seventh rum of a seventh rum. Chris Bailey, do you like the pirate metal? Do- are you interested in pirate metal?
1: I am not at all. <laughs> okay, you
3: should listen when to some I pirate metal.
2: <laughs> goals, <laughs>
1: how,
2: about, how about you, Neilie? Do you like the pirate metal, dude? Ailstorm's my shit, dude. I, I literally like how I great. Mean, is- how, how much can I ink? How much can I cuss on this? You know, fuck. I was gonna, no, I was you, damn
3: it. You, you beat me, me to it. I was gonna say how great <laughs> is fuck with an anchor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send it to Chris Bailey with love. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And when it's time, and it's when when I love you by fucking you with an anchor. It's time to end the podcast. So, uh, for Neil Blackwood of movies that don't suck and some that do, and for Charlton Hero from the flating uh, Star Wars podcast. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars Mark- better. Oh, oh my god! Man. I don't have time for that. Be well. Be safe <laughs> and behave.
1: Take care. <laughs>